Hello, everybody, and welcome. You are listening to the Preparedness Breakdown Podcast, a no-nonsense approach to everything preparedness. My name is Terry, and I am your host here on The Breakdown. For those of you who don't know me, I have a background in the fire service where I have worked as a professional career firefighter and paramedic. I have also served a couple years in the military, and I have spent the better part of the last 25 to 30 years learning and prepping in some form or another. I currently own a preparedness supply company and serve as an instructor in many disciplines, including firearms and medical training. So with that covered, let's get started with today's episode of the Preparedness Breakdown. Hey everybody, today is Saturday, January 29, 2022, and this is episode 5 Alpha, You Need a Team. Hello everyone, today we are going to talk about why you need a team. We are also introducing our first ever Bravo episode. That will be a continuation of this episode available to our P38 Club subscribers. We will tell you how you can join the P38 Club later in the podcast so that you can take advantage of our exclusive content. In episode 1 Alpha, The Journey, I talked about the four most important concepts that you needed to know to be successful in giving yourself, your family, and loved ones the best chance of being well prepared. In episode 2 Alpha, we looked at the most important of those concepts, which was having the right mindset. In episode 3 Alpha, We looked at the second most important concept, which is training knowledge, skills, and abilities are far more important than physical preps. And in episode four alpha, we looked at the third most important concept, which is don't get overwhelmed. So today we will look at the fourth most important of these concepts. You need a team. You need a team. How many of you have thought, well, if it hits the fan, I'm going to head off into the deep woods and live off the land. I know how to hunt and fish, so I will survive by myself out there where nobody else will be. In theory, this seems like a simple and easy plan. Unfortunately, it is seriously misguided. Even if you do have the capabilities, skill sets, knowledge, and ability to carry it out, it will be far from easy. There are quite a few survivalist types that pride themselves on learning bushcrafting skills so that one day they will be able to survive in the wilderness. As I mentioned before, these skills are great to have if you find yourself in or around a forest or mountain area. As for it becoming a way of life in order to survive the apocalypse, that is another matter altogether. Do you know how many other prepper types and a lot of non-preppers that are skilled hunters and fishermen have the exact same game plan? It's a lot. Here is one problem. Have you ever tried going fishing in a lake that just had a busy weekend, like a holiday weekend, when everybody and their brother was out there trying to fish? Or if there was a recent fishing tournament held there that week? Well, the lake gets fished out, as they say. There is so much fishing pressure that the fish just stop taking the bait. That is what will happen to the fish and wild game when everybody is out there trying to hunt for their food. Yes, and some people will be successful initially. But after a little while, and it won't be long, the wild game will become scarce as it will get depleted quickly. 
So you have put yourself into a situation where everybody else is trying to do the same thing you are. Well, it's just not going to work. The thought process of going out by yourself into the wilderness and living off the land is just a stone's throw from insanity. Just take a look at the TV show Mountain Men. Those dudes put themselves into the deep woods and they struggle and they have skills. And what if it isn't just you? Do you think you're going to drag your family, your partner, your children into that type of austere environment and it's going to work? I would venture to say that it is a fool's errand. This also goes hand in hand with the lone wolf theory. The lone wolf theory is basically when a person believes that they can go it alone. Most of the time, this is out of necessity as they believe that they can trust no one. They think everybody will be out for themselves and trusting anybody in a catastrophic situation is an invitation for their own demise. But trusting people to some degree is required. The key is to start trusting people before anything hits the fan. It takes time to trust someone, and it doesn't happen overnight. That's why I suggest you start now. Being a lone wolf may have an advantage or two over not being one. Like you have absolute control of your own operational security, and no one else is there to screw things up for you. On the flip side, no one is there to bail you out when you step in it either. The lone wolf theory has been proven time and time again to be one that ends in failure. It may sustain you in the short term, but it will fail you the longer the duration of an event lasts. If you are headed down the path of being a lone wolf, then I highly recommend you consider the alternative. Have you ever heard the phrase, it takes a village? Well, it truly does take a village. And that is why I stand behind my mindset that you need a team and you can build your own tribe. So let's look at some of the reasons why it is good to have a team or a tribe. First, we will look at the security aspect as security is important for everyone. When I talk to people about the mindset, one of the things I reference is the 2013 movie called American Blackout by National Geographic. This movie chronicles a nationwide power failure over 10 days across the United States due to a cyber attack. In the movie, one of the sets of characters is this prepper family that bugs out to their compound in rural Colorado. The family consists of the mom and the dad, a teenage daughter and her boyfriend, and a preteen son. So the dad has the preteen son pull security duty at night while he and the rest of the family sleep. Not a smart move. But this is what takes place. During the boy's watch, he ends up getting captured and food stolen from their house. The father thought they were well prepared, but it ends up that there was simply not enough people involved to provide for their security. You see, if you think you're going to be able to provide 24-7 security for you and your family, I think you will be hard-pressed to do this without a team. You have to sleep sometime, or you will be no good to anyone. I have led a group of people on outings where we put 24-7 security into place with teams. I can tell you firsthand that if you don't have the manpower to give everyone ample rest and sleep time, they will be completely exhausted and pretty much worthless the next day. This was pretty evident even after only pulling security for one night. Forget about an ongoing or extended event. I would have to say that from my experience, you need at least 24 people as part of your security element to pull off being able to cover 24-7 security and for everyone to get ample rest time. 24. That's a lot of folks in your team or tribe. Secondly, we will talk about 
another benefit of having a team or tribe, and that is the ability to cover a vast variety of skill sets. I hear preppers all the time talk about what kind of people they want in their group. Some say you need an engineer. Some say you need a doctor or a dentist in your group. Others say you'll need military or police experience in your group. I'm here to tell you something a little bit different. Yes, having folks with those skill sets is great if you can find someone with those skill sets. But here is the thing. We all have value. Every single person has something different than you and me. I have skills that you don't have and vice versa. You pick up where I lack and I pick up where you lack. It is important for you to have skills. I recommend that you be a jack of all trades and a master of a few. It is virtually impossible to do all and know all. That is where other members of your team or tribe come in. I can take an older person, maybe grandma or grandpa or someone in a wheelchair, and teach them how to be a valuable member of the group. There are things they won't be able to do, like intensive labor tasks, such as chopping wood, building a shelter, or being on a roving security patrol. But I guarantee I can teach them how to shoot and to cover one field of fire from a defensive position. They can learn about observation techniques, how to operate the base radio station, or how to utilize skills surrounding an intelligence officer position. There are many ways they can be beneficial to the team or tribe, even though they have some physical limitations. They can fill in the gaps where you lack. So we can look at certain people learning, training, and being responsible for their particular aspect or skill set that needs to be accomplished. That is why each person should have an area of expertise or two and have basic knowledge of all of the other areas, just not with the same depth as the people in that particular area of expertise. Take a look at a football team. How many wide receivers do you need? Two, three, four, seven? Who knows the exact number? But the more players you have that can play that position, well, that gives you depth. And that is the best way for your team or tribe to be able to cover all of the areas that need to be covered. Build depth within your team or tribe. Third, we look at the concept of many hands make light work. There are a ton of things that need to be done if an event takes place. We already talked about security a bit, but what about cleaning, cooking, procuring food, building shelters, hygiene, sanitation, repairing things that get broke, and the list keeps getting longer. All of this takes manpower and many man hours of labor. If you try to go the lone wolf route, you will be responsible for getting it all done yourself, and that is just not feasible. The more people you have to carry the load, the easier it is on everyone. If everyone does their part, the team as a whole succeeds with less effort. I mentioned synergy in a previous episode. The whole is greater than the sum of each individual part. You can accomplish more together than each individual can on their own. A team that works in concert with each other is capable of accomplishing much more than the same amount of people working independently. This also allows more tasks to get done simultaneously and can help prevent duplication of effort if everyone is working together. Fourthly, having a team creates a force multiplier. It makes the entire group less vulnerable from a security perspective. Why? Well, because your team becomes a harder target. It's the whole show of force concept. While someone may risk a confrontation with one or two people or a small family of five or six, 
As that number grows, the risk to an attacker increases. So say you do have a group size of, say, 30 people. It is much greater risk for someone to attack 30 people instead of, say, six. And that is a compounding factor as well. Your group of 30 is much more equipped to handle security and cover a much larger footprint than your family of six. And now, a word from our sponsor. The Preparedness Breakdown is sponsored by Iowa Preparedness Supply. Iowa Preparedness Supply provides emergency preparedness supplies, products, items, and training to individuals, families, and groups of all sizes. Any natural or man-made disaster can be difficult to navigate. However, those who plan ahead of time and are prepared have a greater chance overcoming the challenges associated with a long or short-term disaster. Plainly put, failing to plan is planning to fail. That is why Iowa Preparedness Supply wants to get the supplies, equipment, and training you need into your hands at a reasonable cost. We offer items like solar-powered flashlights, fire starters, emergency medical supplies, essential oils, ballistic armor, smoke grenades, less-than-lethal rubber ball and pepper ball guns, water filters, gas masks, and firearm laser training products, just to name a few. We also offer group training in the areas of communications, security, emergency medical, preparedness, group and team dynamics, and firearms training. You can reach us by visiting our website at www.iowapreparednesssupply.com, by phone at 712-600-4509, or by sending us an email at info at iowapreparednesssupply.com. Okay, so let's get back to our discussion. Now that we have gone over some of the reasons why you should have a team or tribe, let's talk about how to go about having one. Have you ever heard the term mutual assistance group? What is it? A mutual assistance group is a group of people that have formed together in an alliance where they share a common goal for the general welfare of each individual in the group. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. It's a proven fact that organized well, there is power and safety in numbers. So surviving and preparing folks embrace the concept of mutual assistance groups. A good example of this would be the group that was formed in the hit TV show, The Walking Dead. These people came from every walk of life and found themselves needing to band together, and they formed a mutual assistance group, where each of them provided mutual assistance to one another for the good of each of them. I had an arrangement with a friend of mine where we would help each other with different things. I would take my big mower over to his place and cut his grass, and he would help me with construction projects when I needed an extra hand. There was never any money exchanged between us, and no one kept tabs. We just helped each other as the need would arise. This is a good example of what can be benefited from having a mutual assistance group. What does a mutual assistance group look like anyway? It can be a group of family, neighbors, friends, like-minded people, people from your church, old military buddies, other preppers that you know. You can form your own team, tribe, or mutual assistance group, or you can join one that is already established. The key is that you need to be a part of one. We have covered quite a bit here in episode 5 Alpha. You need a team. But I'm going to continue this discussion and go a little deeper down the rabbit hole in our first ever Bravo episode, 
Episode 5 Bravo Group and Teen Dynamics, where we're going to discuss some of the finer aspects of mutual assistance groups, building a team, team unity, and team cohesion. Remember, Bravo episodes are only available to our Patreon subscribers and members of the P38 Club, our $5 level of premium subscribers. If you want to have access to this Bravo episode, as well as get discounts at Iowa Preparedness Supply, and access to engage with this podcast through live podcasts, asking questions and other content, you will need to join our P38 Club. A link to the P38 Club is available in the show notes listed in the episode description. And that will bring us to our kit collection segment. In the kit collection segment, we will select and review one or more items of kit or gear that is a good item to have as part of your collection of prepping items or preps. So when I say kit, I am talking about all the gear, loadout, clothing, equipment, and preps that you have and will acquire and can use in an incident should one occur. Kit collection. The item we have selected for today's kit collection segment is the Hybrid Light Journey 300 solar powered flashlight. The Journey 300 is a versatile, multifunction, and rugged flashlight that features a fully waterproof enclosure. It has a USB port for charging your mobile devices. That's right, it will charge your cell phone, it'll charge your arc lighter, it'll charge other USB devices. It has a micro USB port for rapid charging of the flashlight, or you can simply use any light source to keep your flashlight charged through its built-in solar panel. The Journey 300 Super Bright LED shines for up to 50 hours on low beam and five hours on high from the 2500 milliamp lithium ion battery, which holds a charge for seven years when charged. It is six inches in length and weighs in at only 4.5 ounces. The Journey 300 is drop resistant to three meters, waterproof, and it floats. It is super lightweight and easy to hold and carry. You can throw it in the trunk of your car or in your glove box, pull it out six years later and still have light. You can take it anywhere. So store it in your car, store it in your garage, your kitchen drawer, your boat, your glove box. We recommend that you carry one with you at all times and have a backup. Remember the whole two is one, one is none thing? Put one in your bug out or get home bag and have extras on hand for every member of your family, tribe, team, or group. If you are interested in purchasing a hybrid light Journey 300 solar powered flashlight, they run $38.95 and they are available in several different colors on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website at www.iowapreparednesssupply.com. A link to the Hybrid Light Journey 300 on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website has been included in the show notes listed in the episode description. So today, we covered why you need a team or a tribe, and we introduced you to our third kit collection item, the Hybrid Light Journey 300 solar-powered flashlight. I hope this was informational for you and that you can apply it to your own situation. Well, all right, that'll wrap it up for Episode 5 Alpha, You Need a Team. If you liked this podcast, I would encourage you to like and follow us. You can help us keep this podcast going by making a donation on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website or by joining the P38 Club on our Patreon site. Subscribers will have access to exclusive content and specials when they become available and will receive a monthly discount 
equal to your subscription amount for purchases on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website. That gives you the opportunity to get back your subscription fees while still enjoying exclusive content and access. You can find us on Facebook, Bullhorn, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Player FM, Listen Notes, and wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can visit our website, thepreparednessbreakdown.com, and hear us via the embedded player at iowapreparednesssupply.com. Tell your friends, tell your family, and tell your neighbors about this new podcast dedicated to preparedness. You can also reach out to us by sending an email to info at thepreparednessbreakdown.com. You can find links to our websites, Patreon, contact information, and other show information in the show notes listed below in the episode description. And that will do it for this episode of the Preparedness Breakdown. Until next time, stay vigilant, keep learning, and keep preparing.